You are listening to a podcast of Ice and Fire, episode number 244 for the week of May 5th, 2019. Welcome back, listeners, to the longest-running podcast dedicated to the epic glory of George R.R. Martin's A Song of Ice and Fire. And for this week and two more after this, Game of Thrones. As always... This is Ashley. This is Amin. And this is Kyle. All right, here we are, episode four of season eight of the final season of Game of Thrones. Do we have any news to talk about before we get there? I don't think so, right? No. No? All right. Well, then I guess we're going to just jump right into the episode today. Initial reactions, thoughts, what you think about it, and lemon cake ratings. Ashley, start us off. Oh, geez. I don't know. Like one and a half, maybe? Ooh! There was a lot of dumb happening all around, so... Oh, man, it burns. It burns. It burned me. <laughs> and it burned the internet. <laughs> oh, man. Yeah, I'll probably give it a 2.5 because I don't dislike it enough to, to rank it lower. It was just kind of a meh episode to me, and especially when this is like the third last episode, and a lot of it was just, I was, I was getting bored watching. So, I mean, it, it, it's partly a symptom of what happened last week for me, but it could have still been a better episode. Woo! I guess I'll be the note of positivity in this one. <laughs> this week. I'm going to give it a three, I think. I think it was a very middle-of-the-road episode for me. I think there was um, lots of kind of like, meh stuff. But also lots of things that I found intriguing and I feel like have uh, not quite answered questions, but sort of, um, I don't know. I don't know. Some things that have been explained in an interesting way that uh, I was intrigued by. So, which we'll get to. But we start off this episode, Mourning the Fallen. We have um, we have Jorah, and we have Theon, and we have everybody going and lighting the torches, and um, we have this moment. I think, I think the most touching part for me about all this was when Sansa put the Stark um, pin or thing, I don't know what to call that, onto Theon. I thought that was very, uh, was, a, was a nice moment. Yeah. Yep. All right. Uh, I mean, he died. That happened last episode. We we had our tear shed already. <laughs> I found this more sad because I could like sit for a minute and be like, "Oh, okay, this." Ooh, okay, okay. Here we are. <laughs> All right. Well, then uh, after that, we move into the feast in the the great hall. Everybody's kind of drinking and partying and having a good time. And I'm sure you all saw saw the internet today. Uh, <laughs> The new product placement they've got going on. <laughs> there was a Starbucks cup sitting on the table. Um, it looks like it was in front of John's chair, even though everybody's blaming Daenerys for drinking Starbucks. But uh, <laughs> um, I mean, you know, if you're listening to this podcast, you've already seen the pictures. You've seen the memes. Like, there's not much else to say except for how. <laughs> Oh, I didn't, I, to be honest, I didn't notice it myself when I watched the episode. I had to see the people bring it up. I mean, David and Dan were also cameoing, I think, in the scene as well. They're in there. Maybe it was one of theirs. Yeah. Yeah, they, <laughs> <laughs> yeah I think they are cameoing as a couple wildlings or yeah. um, there. They got some horns, horns of ale. Yeah, it's just a mistake. You know, I'm surprised more. To be I've been on a lot of sets and stuff being here in Hollywood and having done background work for three years, I'm surprised more stuff like that doesn't happen. Because it is just 
utter chaos when you are on set. It's just controlled chaos. And there's so many people doing different things. And each person's trying to take care of what they're taking care of. And it's just chaos. It's absolute chaos. So I'm surprised things like that don't happen more often. Well, I guess for me, it's like, I'm not surprised it happens. I'm surprised they don't catch it in post-production. Yeah, they could have taken that out. Although a lot of people believe it was left in on purpose that this is like a new form of advertising. <laughs> and Starbucks paid them a lot of money to accidentally leave in a Starbucks cup in a scene. Yeah, that I'd be happy. Another genius. If the Night King was drinking Starbucks, if he was still around, I'd take that. <laughs> <laughs> but here's a theory on post-production. It, it, some, I heard people thought the ghost was never intended to be there, and this is... Like even this episode, that's why he has like such a poor showing off. Is he, have you heard about that, or is that making? No, I, I I have not heard about that. Yeah, I don't even know if that's feasible that they could have put him in this late though, right? I would think they would be planned to have him in there. I don't know. He didn't really do anything, so they could have just tacked him on. But you would have had to then get John back and deliver those lines, unless. Mm. Um, I don't know. So in this hall, we have. Um, we got a whole bunch of stuff going on. I don't know how you guys want to break this down. Uh, the Gendry thing. Let's talk about Gendry. Sure. He he is um, de-bastardized, legitimized, yep. legitimized. Is that the he's right also word? apparently from the Riverlands. <laughs> oh, the rivers. No more Gendry rivers. I'm like, wait a minute. Hold on a second. <laughs> um, so but yeah, he would this be is... a Waters. Thank you very much. Even if he had a last name, <laughs> would he be a Waters? Isn't there? Sto- Where's Storm? Is Storm a last name? Yeah, that's need to go yeah. Up there though, that's the thing. The he was Crownlands. Crownlands is water. Ah, gotcha. Yeah. Rivers is Riverlands. That'd be like Tully's bastards. Well, speaking of storms, he is given Storms End. He is given the last name Baratheon. He is now a lord. Um, and Daenerys makes a point to be like, "I did this for you." <laughs> yeah. Um. Although, it's, I mean, it's meaningless unless they win. I mean, he has nothing. He, he doesn't have an army. He doesn't have anyone. To, like, he only can be placed into that role if they win, right? Right. But yeah, and I mean, honestly, I was confused at first, too, until, like, uh, who was it, Tyrion, or was making the point. like, oh, yeah, well, now she's got the unending support of Storm's End, and he is uh, someone with uh, Robert's blood. Who you know, like people could try to form a rebellion around if they wanted to. So now she's guaranteed him on her side. Mm-hmm. So that makes sense. Yep. Are there any storms and troops left? Like I honestly, I honestly don't know. Like that's the thing. Like they talk probably about. part of Cersei's army now. I don't know. Um, I don't know. We haven't heard about Storm's Ed in the, in so long. Well, no, actually, no, because they joined with the Tyrells and the Tyrells don't like the Lannisters anymore. So I don't know. Who knows what's going on? It seems a very power vacuum-y type scenario right now. There's there's so many castles that are up for grabs. I mean, that kind of brought, Bronn brings that up later too, right? Yeah. Gosh. Hey, like there's new Prince of Dorne. Where did he come from? (laughs) He's Ironwood. Who knows? Who's in control of Storm's End at this point in the books? No one, I don't think. It's probably well, just some lesser or, lord. No, Storm's End uh, has a... I mean, I haven't read the spoiler chapters. There's stuff going on there, though, I think. like uh, Okay. Well, I guess the last thing we heard at Storm's End was... Um, what's his face climbing the walls and getting all burnt up, right? Well, that's a Dragonstone they sent to... Uh, oh, that was Dragonstone? Yeah. Yeah. To take it back. 
Storm's End was being held by Stannis, like he left somebody to hold on to it, and then at the end of the fifth book, it looks like they were going to try to go for it with uh, uh, the young dragon to try to take it, right? So I don't know if the, if there's any further details and spoilers, but that's where the fifth book ends up. All right. Oh, I, I didn't realize Stannis got Storm's End. I thought that was held by Renly. No, he got it. You remember he had to it, he had to use shadow magic to get it. Like it took a lot of effort to get it. Oh. <laughs> yep. All right, I gotta reread the. <laughs> ah, we all gotta do the reread. <laughs> yeah, sorry, we gotta get back <laughs> to the long running reread. Would be well welcome at this point. <laughs> <laughs> so we got a lot of things going on. I'm gonna just mention some groupings. You guys stop me when we wanna when you think of something. Sure. We have Davos and Tyrion, kind of Davos giving his last stab at Melisandre and the Lord of Light. Um, I don't really think there's too much significant there, but sure. we have um, Tyrion and Bran. We're chatting. Um, Tyrion brings up that you're the you're actually the Lord of Winterfell here. He's like, no, nah, no, I'm not. I live too much in the past. Which is obvious. Nobody's going to follow Bran. Yeah, that's right. He, he doesn't. I mean, it, they would have done so by now already, right? Like it's yeah. yeah. It doesn't yep. make any sense that he would be. So, um, I have an idea of what. Bran told Tyrion a couple episodes by the fire, but we'll bring that up a little later. Mm. Um, then we have the Never Have I Ever game with Jamie, Tyrion, <laughs> Brienne, and Pod. So they're all <laughs> drinking and having fun, and we get brought up. Brienne gets asked if she's a virgin, um, which I guess I had never really thought of before. But uh, well, Brienne is. books is a virgin, but Brienne show it was such a. More experienced character, I thought she might not have been. She could have easily not been a virgin, but they decided to go that route. Mm-hmm. I'm not surprised. Her her whole character is, you know, her not being pretty enough to get a guy, even though she's a daughter yeah. of a lord. So sapphires. <laughs> um. So Tormund drunkenly comes over. He's spilling all over the place. Um. And um, he's I mean, let's talk about this whole moment with the Starbucks cup and everything. But (laughs) um, Tormund and them, they're all praising John and, oh, you're going to great king, blah, 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 yada, yada, yada. They all love him. And we have Daenerys in the background. Not too happy about this. She obviously knows in this scene that John uh, is a Targaryen and has a better claim than her. Nobody else knows. So. She's definitely starting to worry. They like him. Mm. If they, she knows if they find out that she can lose everything she's worked for, like nothing. But my only uh, problem with this is is not necessarily that Danny is. I mean, Danny has an interesting view view there that John may be supportive. But does he, does he really need to be a Targaryen to be a threat to her? Because all these people would follow him anyway if he wanted to claim the throne. Like the, he already has their support. Like what is it? What does being a Targaryen help him? Well, I think it's uh, maybe the Northerners will, but the rest of the realm won't. But oh. if he is this charming and charismatic, but I don't understand he, if there's a rest of the realm. It's really just them versus Cersei, Golden Company. Like there's hints of like other realm, but are they going to do anything? Like it? Well, I would think after they take the throne, John, if he were that type of person, and he's not. Could she's scared he could. Uh, make a claim for it. Let the info out, and but couldn't he just say that anyway? Imagine if he wasn't Targaryen, he would just say, "Hey, I'm a Targaryen." Like, there's no evidence to show that he is. So it's just the same if he'd made made it up. 
Like it's only the, the that other people may force him in. That's the kind of angle she puts. But I'm just saying, if he yeah, it's that not that person, he wants to. It's yeah. more that other people could force it on him. Yeah, mm. and the fact that she's a woman also compounds that. It's like, oh well, they're not going to follow you, but they'll follow him because he's a guy. Yeah. So this leads into their their bedroom scene, mm. um, which we can bring up here. This is a great time, I think. Yeah. Because um, this leads right into it. She, Danny's saying, "I wish you hadn't told me this. Um, I still love you. We could." We can make all this happen. And then she kind of makes a power play. Like, don't tell anyone. Mm. And and we can we can be happy. We can have everything we've had for the past, I don't know, six episodes or whatever it's been. <laughs> and yet still no one brings up marriage. Well, they did bring it up, but they said he won't marry his aunt or something. Not here, but indirectly, right? They... Well, we get that later in the yeah. scene between uh, Vars. Yeah, uh... No, but neither John or Daenerys will broach the topic. Well, do they break off the making out because of the power struggle or because he's creeped out? Like it's kind of vague to me. Oh, I don't I don't think he's creeped out. He's over I don't it. I don't think they're creeped out by that. Yeah, cuz they, no, they didn't grow up that way. I think the show is trying to just get us past the creep factor here. Yeah. Um um cuz I don't think it's a I don't think it's a thing for the characters. Yes. Um but yeah, I, I guess they didn't talk about any sort of marriage. But I don't, I don't know if that solves the problem here because Danny, Danny wants to be in charge. Yeah, she doesn't want somebody. She doesn't want to be married to somebody who has a better claim than her. Yeah, she's worried that she'll lose the power, right? Like, because she's the woman, right? Which, which is understandable because there will be people who will try to, you know, force John into the. Yeah, well, Danny always she's always wanted to rule, right? John didn't want to rule, so Danny's feel threatened. Like if if, if anything gets in the way of her rules, she's gonna feel threatened about it. So, right, this is what she's been working for. Um, yeah. So we have their scene. Um, all right, Ashley. <laughs> Here we go. Well, the next meeting, and in the end, well, we got the, it. <laughs> finally finally they, 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 apparently they do know each other that's good um no, i mean me okay, well uh, i was good okay because, like show sansa is still not sansa so i mean in that respect i mean i knew i wasn't going to get my sans sans scene but for the show this was good closure because their relationship wasn't isn't what it was in the books so you know, they, they, they had a happy time. He smiled. Hey, got the hound to smile. Yeah. <laughs> I actually didn't even realize that. I got to go back and watch it. Yep. Um, he, he smiled when she said that she sent hounds on Ramsey. <laughs> ah, gotcha. Gotcha. Nice, nice. Um, I know. How is the San San population reacting? Uh, you know what? They seem really happy about it. I think most of them are less book inclined than i am i guess uh like i'm surprised i thought more people would be more in my kind of eh, feeling but everyone seems really excited just to have gotten acknowledgement that they know each other because we've been like thirsting for this moment (laughs) everyone's just happy to have closure on it i was on uh, collider again last night and i did give the sand sand fans a shout out (laughs) and at the end of it i I'm going they are they're they are a lot more excited than I am. <laughs> At the end of my sand sand conversation, I sort of had a little comment where I was like, you know, but they didn't make out or anything. 
And one of my co-hosts who only watches the show is like, oh, God, no, why would they ever? <laughs> and you're like, well. And I was like, oh, oh, I forgot. That's not such a thing in the show. It's more there's something in the books. You know, it's a little. <laughs> so. But, uh, yeah, they know each other. They know they're each alive. So that's something. Yeah, I, I think the thing I didn't like was, OK, when you know, OK, Sandra says you could have come with me and then you wouldn't have had to deal with all this stuff and then she's like oh well this stuff made me who i am and that, that's the thing i don't like about sansa's character is that she's kind of more ice queeny and that's not who sansa is so that, that's that's kind of the heart of my gripe she's Cer- cersei jr yeah up. a lot of people are like oh she's cersei of the north i'm just like that is not who sansa is and it bothers me she's sort of a cersei little finger combination going on Doom. Um, yep, so then uh, we go to the other Stark sister, Arya, and G- Gendry finally finds Arya, who's shooting Wow, who didn't see this coming? I mean, like, wow, I was just yelling, don't do it, Gendry, don't do it, don't do it, Gendry. <laughs> oh, he's got to give but it a shot. But he does. <laughs> yeah, I know, why not give it a shot, right? Well, not in that way. Like, he went about it all yeah, wrong. Yeah, he could have said it better. Like, he should have, I mean, he could have he followed up, yeah, I don't expect a traditional lady. Like, yeah. uh, I, don't, I don't think he does, so he's not trying to force her into a, an improper ro- role, but I don't know. I guess she's, she's so, she's almost like traumatized in her own way with her experiences. She can't live in yeah. her life. Yeah. She doesn't think she can. And I'm not sure. Yeah. I don't know. She's no one. No one can marry him. Yeah. <laughs> it uh, kind of feels like Arya and Gendry are supposed to be the happy ending to Robert and Lyanna, and like, I don't know. I don't... I, I, even like I'm thinking book Arya's like I don't know if she's gonna ever gonna be able to come back to uh, yeah. having any kind of normal life. Oh, no, she's not. So I picture her very much as a walk off into the sunset character at the end. You know, bittersweet. Yeah, the Gendry oh. confirmation was the better part of it, I think, because that's what we all we kind of thought would happen. I mean, he has to, otherwise Baratheons are dead. Basically, <laughs> he's got. Let's see if he's killed off by a random ballista bolt or something the next episode. But we'll see. <laughs> oh man. And Gendry will be all right. The guy's got abs. He's got a castle. He's all good. He's going to have ladies all over him. He's fine. <laughs> yeah. Um, so uh, then, another sexy time, Jamie goes to Bran's room. And they get it on. We get this scene. It's fine. It finally happens. Let's talk about this and their later scene here. I think we can wrap these into sure. two. Um. I was so happy for them, and then yeah. I get and I'm so pissed. <laughs> See, I'm happy. I, okay, I read this. A lot of people, I think, are misreading the second scene. Okay, because mm. a actually, lot of me. people are like, "Oh, and now he's going back to Cersei," and I read that as, "No, he's going to finish his unfinished business with Cersei and then head back to Brienne." Yes. Okay, like, so I, he, so he has to like shit all over her before he does. No, I I, I took that to mean that he. Ha- like he wasn't telling her that he is going back to Cersei. He's telling her that I have to deal with Cersei. She is my problem. Like all this shit happened because of her. I don't know. I yeah. I didn't. No, you're not, I you're didn't not get unique that in that. From... Uh, I've seen other people say that view. So there's definitely the two views. One is that he's yeah. Going back to I had no is... idea that people had that other viewpoint until I heard Keith <laughs> saying that. I'm like, wait, that's what you got? And I got like. 
Yeah, I, I, yeah. There's two very polarizing takes you can take on that scene, and in one case he's a complete douche, in the other case he's just kind of. Yeah, but why wouldn't timing. why why wouldn't he say I need to go take care of this and then I'll be back, or not, or I'll be dead? Um, why doesn't he say that? Why does he? Why is he? You know, I've al- I've always loved my sister. I've done some terrible things for her. I'm I'm not a good guy. I gotta go. Like that's he doesn't want her to to miss him. She's trying to, he's trying to like make himself be an asshole to leave. I don't know. That, 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 I think that's too in depth for it. I think it could have been done more clearly one way or the other, but we'll find out what happens, I guess, uh, as he progresses south, what his goal is. Yeah, I don't know. That made me not like Jamie very much. Yeah. I, I thought that he would look at it, the, or she, he, she would think that she's looking at it the same way I looked at it. Uh, again, I didn't get that. I thought, it could, I thought Brienne was just sad that he was leaving. I didn't think that she was sad that, oh, he's leaving her for Cersei. Oh, I don't know. That didn't look like a cry of, yeah. I'll see you in a couple months when you come back from your yeah. your sister vacation. Um, she, yeah. looked, she looked broken. That The, the first scene of uh, I, I think, is just fan service. I'm not saying it's it's bad. I mean, people enjoyed it. But I don't think that's going to happen in the books, I think. Jamie, Brienne, I think they, they, they were in the right place here. So they're like, okay, let's, let's, let's go there. A lot of people I talked to said they never bought the idea that Jamie was ever in love with her. Um, what? Yeah. Um, which I can, I, I guess from a show point, I can see maybe it was this weird lusting that he, and I, and I only say weird because he didn't understand it either. Um, nah, he's that, totally not, into not, her. Not that she's weird or anything. That's Both not means, show but. and book version. Jamie is into Brienne. Yes. <laughs> you got Hyle Hunt but, in the mix too for the books. But in what way was he always into her? Like, oh, I want to settle down with her. Like, what was he thinking? In the books, he's a lot more confused about it. Well, as Chase used to say, he was attracted to her honor. That's what uh, got him going. Mm. <laughs> True. <laughs> uh, well, I guess we'll see. Um, I think he'll end up back with her, but uh, I don't know. I guess time will tell, right? You think he'll survive though? Like it seems like he's going to do, do what he needs to do, and then maybe he'll die. Like he's going to. I I don't. I think Jamie's going to survive. I don't see him dying. Oh. Hmm. Yeah, I I think he's going to be a survivor. I do. Um. So then we move on to. Oh, I mean, here we go. Battle plans. <laughs> we got the battle room. <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> those great strategies. It's kind of funny. I mean, they have Royce there again, which is good. But did he even have a line? Like he kind of just like mimicked what they did. Like it's like they're not paying him for lines for Royce there, <laughs> anymore. They, but... They've got enough people in the show. Yeah. Don't... Well, I'm glad he's still there because he didn't even show his face during the battle. Yeah. I think. Um, I mean, uh, Sansa probably actually has a point here uh, in terms of like, what's the rush if your troops are tired? Like, why are they rushing to King's Landing? Uh, yeah, I found that a little weird because at the beginning of the scene, somebody mentions, and every day that goes by, Cersei is losing allies. Yeah. And, yes. and then, and then <laughs> later in the scene, yeah. and then later in the scene, somebody goes, the longer we wait, the stronger she gets. <laughs> I, I, I said like, that out What the fuck too. you doing? The, what's yeah. going on here? Plus, <laughs> if, you, if you hold your own territory, I mean, the, the Greyjoys are useless. They can't really do much inland. But if you go on water, then you're you're going into their area of you know influence. Like if Cersei was threatening somewhere like River Run or somewhere that could be an ally, and 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 she's threatening them, then you may want to go and interfere. But otherwise, what the hell's the rush? Uh, I don't get it. Like uh, yeah, Cersei's getting ready for a siege. Whatever. 
She's hunkering down. Yeah. Yeah. She's had plenty of time to prepare. So, yeah. yeah. Uh, Prince of Dorne, like, they, 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 then they move, like, the one piece or something for that. I mean, like, Dorne, Dorne's army hasn't been used. I know their, their population is small. I don't even know if the, the show follows that. But it's, like, that's why I think, like, these other powers have no meaning. It's just, like, the army up north and there's the Cersei's army. Like, well, then, why are you in such a rush? Yeah. I mean, geez, I would have thought if they're sailing down, stop at Gulltown, yeah. pick up some more Vale Knights. Well, last Surely week she's like the entire army. Yeah. Well, last week she's like, we can't feed all these people. Now this week she wants to sit there and 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 just eat and sleep. Well, it's that like, was when I, they I, thought that they would be there for the entire winter. Yeah. They didn't know how well, long they. Is, is there a full winter now too? I don't understand. Is is, is it still going to be a well, full winter? According to King's Landing, it's summer, so I don't know what's going on. <laughs> yeah, that like, makes is winter King's gone dead. now that the Night King's dead. Like, like it was just a normal winter. Like it, it, that, I don't understand. Uh, it seemed like they hinted it. It was still winter going on, but is it going to be as bad? Uh, yeah, I don't yeah. know. All right, two things I want to bring up. Uh, two little tidbits. Yeah. Apparently, only half their army died. Yes. Uh, so through that entire battle where we don't we, we see everyone die and there's barely, there's just our heroes left. Oh no, half of our forces are still alive. What the fuck? What? <laughs> Like, okay, if I guess if you tell me that's what it is, but it's sure it's not <coughs> what you showed me last episode. Yeah. Uh, so they've got about half their forces. Say later. Um, so that means our army, which used to be bigger, is now roughly the same size as Cersei. Sorry, I caught it from Kyle. You caught it. I know. I keep I keep muting my mic every time I have to cough. Um, so um, so now. We thought they were going to be this little ragtag, undersized underdog here, but apparently their army is the same size as Cersei's. Ugh. Yeah, and what? they saw the two dragons at the start of the episode. Uh, well, I have a, I don't know if I'll, I'll see my prediction for next episode now or later. Like, I, did we see the Golden Company when when they were down there? I almost feel like the Golden Company is going to be sent north to attack. Them. They, have, they haven't shown them on screen yet. Yeah, because it, it seems to me that maybe that's why Winterfell is like undefended too. Now they took everybody out. Well, I think John and them are taking the army down the King's Road. Mm. Uh, so maybe they'll meet the Golden Company along the way. Yeah, maybe at Mo, yeah. Mo Kalen. Is Mo Kalen the King's Road? Yeah. No. Most, I mean, it's that route. It goes through that area. I mean, yeah. Like, it has to go up uh, up through there. It's the only land route there. But I feel like Ed Sansa could be in danger. I don't know. I just had this feeling because I don't remember seeing them doing much at King's Landing. So where else would they be? Now, someone reminded me, and I'm not sure if this is a books thing or a show thing, but that uh, the Blackfish is still alive, forming an army at River Run. Oh, uh, that's in the books. He's dead okay. in the show. Oh, Blackfish uh, is dead, but but uh, yeah, that's a good point. But but a bit, what, what, the Tully, like, don't you think Edmure is out now? He was in jail, and Arya killed all the phrase. Like, he, they, there's other forces in play in theory, but yeah, they we just, have they're not. No, really, I. They're not. I never, oh, the phrase still have. Oh, Arya's dead. Wait, are dead. Yeah. I don't. Who, who's holding Riverrun? <laughs> Edmure Tully came out of jail, and he's like, "Ah, oh, everyone's dead. I'm gonna take over now." Well, I think there is a fray in Riverrun, like the black. Yeah, that would make sense. If, if, if there was sense to it, there'd be one guy remaining there. Yeah, it was know. those two dudes that were with Jamie um, during the siege at River Run. I think one of them has it. So uh, the Jenna Lannister, she even exists in the show? Oh, no. Ashley, stop asking me this. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, there was there was a Lannister that I mean, referred to that Jamie killed his cousin. So whoever that 
that line is from might exist, but uh, don't remember. It's just, it's just, there's so many. It just, it just seems to me that everyone is so dead it, except for these two. Arms. Yeah, it, it was Tywin's sister that was going to get River Run. That was the plan. Who was married to the Frey? Yeah, you stop bringing this book stuff into the show. <laughs> I yeah, I don't think she exists in the show. I'm just. So we've got uh, uh, Danny kind of step being like, "This is the plan. This is what we're going to do," and and uh, John being like, "Yes, yes, absolutely." Um, sort of acknowledging and, and enforcing her rule, uh, much to the dismay of Sansa and Arya, it seems. So um, we get once again that Daenerys is a uh, that John is listening to her and making a point, and I can see it from his perspective. He's like, I have a more rightful claim. She knows this, but I don't want the throne, so I'm going to do everything I can to make sure that she's she knows that she's got the power. Like I don't want to try to fight that because that's just going to cause problems before we fight Cersei. Yeah, what John says makes sense. What and what Sansa says makes sense. What Danny says is stupid. Like, I understand John's point of view, wanting to support her to show that, like, don't undermine me in front of, you know, everyone. Hey, Sansa, don't undermine me at the War Council yeah. kind of thing. But at the same time, Sansa perfectly made sense. And when Danny asked her how long, she also made sense to say, I'd have to speak to the generals who know better than I do because, you know, getting counsel is a good idea. Oh, man, Sansa's stalling. She's up to no good, and Danny's good to see through her bullshit. The first thing Kyburn said was, "Your troops are tired and depleted, yeah. and wary." Of course, they're gonna say that. <laughs> Danny, all the way. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, I mean, uh, Danny over Sansa in terms of like her general approach, like she came and helped them and stuff. But just this mad, like Danny, just seems. She's she's just so eager to go on the throne. She's she's missing the a, a better path. Eager to go on the throne. She's yeah. been delaying and delaying at the yeah. at the behest of her her hand and and her advisors for yeah. freak since well, she think, uh, since but, she got over here. Yeah. Well, part of the problem is it, it, what is their solution to Cersei bottling up in King's Landing? Oh, we can't do anything. Well, then why the hell even go there? You might as well just not go there then and, and figure another plan. Like they, they. Well, I think they want to do a siege. They, and they knew that was going to happen. So then, why are they suddenly? Oh, you can't take the city because like there's people in there. Well, that was they knew that was going to happen. So why? Like if they're not going to go through. Well, no, this, they want to go. They want to starve the city so that the people turn on Cersei. So have them starve to death, uh, all of them, instead of well, some no, of them dying I hope... in battle. Like it's just. I don't know. We'll you see, know. When they start getting hungry, they're going to turn. Um. But anywho. I don't know. I'm not a general. I've never been in battle. Um, so then we have the Starks go to the Godswood for a little uh, for a little tete-a-tete here. Um, it's nice to see all four of the surviving Starks together. Yeah. Um, so we got this whole conversation. Ashley, what's up? I wanted them to see the reactions. They didn't really show. I wanted reactions. You mean to them finding out John's? Yeah. Okay. Um, yeah, we don't have that. We don't have that. Ooh, secret whispers. <laughs> Whisper for everybody. Yeah, I mean, I mean Arya's trustworthy, but uh, Sansa's like, yeah, I swear. It's like, why do you even have to tell them anyway, to be honest? Like, yeah, okay, that one I can't I can't defend Sansa on yeah, that one. So maybe you guys she, got it on she that. just gave a bad scene and they cut it. Like, maybe they had reactions and it wasn't good enough to... <laughs> Yeah, that's the thing. That's an editor's job. He goes, yeah. oh, this is shitty. I got to take this out. <laughs> <laughs> um, 
I don't even know what the hell happened in this scene. Blah, 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 blah. All I heard was blah, 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 blah. Okay, here's my secret. <laughs> Brand, tell him. I liked, I did like Brand. Brand, like, do something. Yeah, it's like, it's Brand. your choice. Like, it's your choice, man. I ain't making this for you. <laughs> you expect uh, me to do something in an episode? What do you take well, me for? I'm wondering if Brand is sitting there and he can see both timelines. He can see both possibilities. Like if John doesn't tell them, if John tells them, and I'm wondering if he's sitting there and being like, "I can't make that choice. Hmm. Like this is a major choice." He's yeah. Doctor Stranging it. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'm curious. I'm curious if he can see alternate futures or if he only sees one. I, I don't know how their the timelines work. But it, can he see the future? I thought he can only see the past. He can only see the past clearly, but he he could get visions of the future. And I think if you get visions of the future, then it makes sense. <laughs> you, there'll be alternate versions. Like you wouldn't be sure if it's mm. going to happen. Yeah. yeah. I don't know. I was, I was a little let down by this scene. I thought it was yeah. kind of hope. Kind of. Yeah. Well, it might have been better if we got the reactions. <laughs> or a lot worse. So I don't know. Yeah. Um, so then we go. Tyrion and Jamie are drinking. And who shows up but Braun? Oh, God. This is one of the stupidest scenes in the show. <laughs> how did he get into? How did he get in there? That's what I want to know. walks into this random room that just is conveniently empty with them, you know, sitting there drinking in this very empty room with no one serving them and (laughs) no guards or anyone. (laughs) Nobody cared that this dude who um, shot at a dragon uh, not too long ago just strolls into Winterfell with a giant-ass crossbow. Um, Yeah, I don't know. It was a little weird for me. But, uh, so you didn't like this scene. No. <laughs> Why? Uh, because Bronn's not so stupid to think that he could ever get Highgarden. Littlefinger no. could barely hold Harrenhal as being a minor lord, and they think that a, some nobody is going to be able to rule the um, Highgarden, eh, the Reach, no. or whatever. Everyone's dead. I think he could do it. I just, I, I think he he was so aggressive that. Why? Why wouldn't they just kill him the second yeah. that the war is over? He, he has no followers. No one is going to back up, back him up. He has right. zero claim. He's no. Every, people would be happy. Actually, the lords would be ecstatic at it. Yeah. And Danny has no loyalty to him whatsoever. Why did? She, why is she going to give away one of her most powerful castles? Yeah. To someone who's not giving her anything in return. So you're saying no, no knight that has ever been, no knight that has ever become a lord. Has ever done it, but like without a huge following. No, no one takes a how a seat of kings. That's what they said about Littlefinger getting Harrenhal. That that was a seat of kings. It should not be going to someone so lowborn as him. Oh, I think well. I think your, your your analysis is true from the book's point, but I, I think mine is just more direct to the show. He's such a jerk to them here. They have no reason to really stick with him now. If he, if he came in with a better negotiation or something, they have. Yeah, they have absolutely no reason to follow through on this offer, and Bronn should know that. He has no collateral over them once the war is over. Well, the reason is they gave their word. <laughs> well, Jamie didn't say anything. He just shut up. So Jamie could still kill him. I thought this scene was completely pointless yeah. and, and bizarre, and they only have it so that they can keep this actor on the payroll. Um <laughs> I thought this scene was very Bronn-esque, and I had a good time, and I laughed a little bit. It's been a while since we saw him, and uh, as dumb as it may be, I thought it was very uh, Bronny how he's 
was basically like, hey, she's going to give me a castle, so I'm going to go over here and wiggle that and, fina- and finagle that into a better castle. Um, I found it brown, brown charming. So I kind of liked it a little bit. <laughs> um, could get Highgarden out of it. Good for him. And I like it. And he shows the fr- it basically shows the friendship and and um, between them, like, hey, I said to kill you for some really good stuff, and you know I care about castles and shit more than friendships and stuff. But you wanna? You told me you'd give me a better offer. What can you give me? Oh, okay, great. You gave me a better castle. I'm good. Here we go. See you after the battle. I liked it. I liked it. Um. So then we move on to the Hound and Arya, uh, riding out, leaving. I liked this scene. There wasn't too much to it, but there was a lot of there was a lot there in a little scene. I thought, um, just uh, the relationship between the two has definitely grown and changed. And now they talk about killing the Night King, and I think the Hound's really like, "Oh, I don't have to, I don't have to sit here and protect you now. Mm. Like we can ride basically as equals, or maybe you're even <laughs> more badass than I am." <laughs> um, and heading down, we all both got business to take care of, which is probably just murdering people, um, as far as each other knows. So uh, I like this. I liked it. Thoughts? Yeah. I, like, I like the hound, whatever. <laughs> Anything. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> I take okay. what I get at this point. Yeah. I think it'll be interesting. So obviously the hound's unfished business is his brother. Mm. And like, I, I, I'll, I'll say it. I'm sure the listeners are annoyed at me just bashing on things. I'm just annoyed at them overplaying the Hound Arya relationship, just because there are other relationships that they're ignoring. So, <laughs> so Santa, my my pettiness, but it, it, that, that niggles me a bit. So. All right, it's it seems like Arya would have the best chance at killing Cersei. I mean, she's just this little nobody yeah. who could sneak in, who could basically walk into King's Landing, probably weasel her way into some sort of a serving position or whatnot in in um, in the Red Keep and just take out Cersei like on a whim. Like, I feel like she would have a better chance than Daenerys' entire army. Yep, agreed. But do you feel like it'll be terrible if Arya kills both the Night King and Cersei? Yep. I think it's yep. terrible writing that she killed the Night King. They should have saved her for Cersei. Oh. Shit. No Valonqua for you? Well, she's the little sister. Who's to say Valerian has uh, genders in there? All right. Then Tyrion and Sansa. Uh, we get this little scene. Um, you know, Sansa, if he goes down there and they get married and stuff, you're going to be the true power in the North. Um and then she spills the beans to him about John. Yeah. Definitely making power plays here. Yeah. Sansa. This is not a, oh, I just got to tell somebody I have a secret. This is this... like, let me tell the hand of the queen about somebody who has a better claim than the queen he's serving. This is significant information. And she is doing it for reasons that I don't quite know what her end game is yet. Yeah. I think she. I think she wants the North. I mean, that I think that's her end game, and she, I think she's trying to sow dis, uh, reasons for the North to be like, nah, either follow John, marry him, or uh, we peace out. <laughs> Wait, what? She would have to. John would have to be dead 
for her to no, get John, the John would be on the throne, I guess, right? Like she, that, that's yeah. If, if the if if he's ruling at her side, I think the North would be okay as long as they have their independence. But if John isn't even in the picture, they're going to start to raise a fuss. Okay. Um, so she she just wants Na- Daenerys out of the equation. I don't. Yeah. I don't, well, I don't know. I don't, I don't know if he wants it out of the equation, but I mean, no, she wants she to wants... play their hand. I mean, John has a stronger hand. She wants to play it. She doesn't like Danny, but like I mean, she wants John to be the ruling party. Okay, but I mean, she's been acting like she's got a plan for a while now. Just now, she has a little bit more information. Like, did her plan just all of a sudden change? Not sure. I mean, it could also be that she was. I mean, you're right. It could be that she just wants Danny eliminated. Essentially, basically, just get rid of Danny. Seems like she really hates her. Yeah, I think she just wants independence for the North. She'd be perfectly fine with Danny on the Iron Throne as long as they leave the North alone. What's well, not going to happen, right? You you think she would be fine with John ruling the North and with her just sitting there? What I would like to see is the North getting like the same kind of independence that Dorne has, separate mm-hmm. but equal i guess you know they're they're part of the seven kingdoms but also not quite the same okay yeah mm. so uh let's see <clears throat> Tormund and john we have john we have Tormund's kind of farewell here he's gonna head back to the north and you know what I'm, you know what pissed me off about this scene is that john doesn't even go and pet ghost yeah yeah, no, I, I have friends that are still pissed about that. Like the, yes. the day after, they're like still seething over this fact. He was on the front line of battle. He lost half his ear. You can't even go pet him. Yeah, you're just like I'm just gonna give away my dog. What the hell is this shit? <laughs> yeah, yeah, doesn't make any sense. Even Tormund, uh, you, you think he maybe he could have given Tormund uh, the Umber's castle or something, right? He's like, oh yeah, you gotta go. He's gonna go back up to north of the Wall, shitty territory. Yeah, like. So this makes me think that the show writers are preparing for John to not come back. Whether that means he sits on the throne and doesn't come back for a long, long time, or he dies. I don't know, but I think they're they're giving us viewers like a hey, Ghost is going to be okay when of when whatever fate awaits John happens. Um, so. Which seems like it might be his death. I don't. I don't know. Could be. Ah. I mean, the thing is, John in the books is almost, I think, on borrowed time in a way. I mean, he he died and he was brought back. But the way that George describes a little bit, like, it seems that he's not even, like, fully (coughs) brought back. Like, part of his body is still, like, frozen or something. Like, I think he's on borrowed time, potentially. Mm. So we know, according to the show rules, that at least that um, R'hllor only brings back people for if they have a purpose to fulfill. Yeah. And it doesn't seem to me that being king for a long, happy time <laughs> is the purpose. Yeah. Like, it seems like he's going to be there to have a specific moment, specific thing to do. <coughs> Which, I don't know, is that stopping the Mad Queen from ruling? Um yeah. I think you're giving the show writers too much credit. Too much maybe, credit? Maybe uh, in the I was books. doing the opposite. I don't think they're giving us anything nuanced. I'm saying mm. we only bring back people if they have one particular reason to, yeah. to live. Um, yeah, and no, I think Kyle's point is that the goodbye to Ghost is basically saying John is not coming back. He's either dying or he's staying south. Like, I agree with that. Yeah. I don't know. Seems like. Are we going to see Tor- I don't think we're going to see Tormund again. I don't know. Uh, 
Sam, Gilly, John. We find out Gilly's pregnant. Way to break your oath, Sam. <laughs> oh, nice. Watch. Second it's oath after, now, right? after he joins the Citadel as well. Another chastity oath there. <laughs> <laughs> Can we just talk about all the books that Sam stole from the library? <laughs> um, you're the best friend I ever had. Oh, he's got all these goodbyes. Even more goodbyes, which is like, well, John's A, not coming back for a long time, or he's not coming back. Yeah. Um, got all these moments. Yeah. Gilly's pregnant, huh? And they want to name him John. Oh, here we go. He's so dead. He's so dead. <laughs> they're, just, they're just putting the writing on the wall here. Um, but then we cut to uh, we cut to the fleet heading down the uh, the dragon fleet here, heading down towards Dragonstone. They're going to take position, wait for John and them to come around the other side of King's Landing, and then they're just going to sandwich them and siege them. And that's the plan as far as I understand. So we have them heading down to Dragonstone. Before we get to um, all the crazy stuff, first we have this scene. Uh, well, we have a little hand-holding with Missandei and Grey Worm, which is sweet, especially knowing what's coming. But the big scene I want to talk about is Varys and Tyrion. This scene here. This is a, this is a big scene. This is a what the fuck, Varys? What you doing? He's doing haven't what he's always messed, done. Yeah, haven't you messed up enough kingdoms? What? 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 You don't even know this girl. So wait, you're saying he should let Daenerys take the throne now? I don't know why Varys is so against Daenerys. I mean, she really hasn't done any crazy shit. This is like the first episode where there's like such a major stupid judgment call. I don't know. A lot of people think her burning the Tarleys was a terrible call. Uh. Yeah. That's it. I'm going to go back and listen to that episode, yeah. and I would think you guys well, are going to say that. What I said that. about that episode is, is, is killing them by a fire was the mistake, but killing them seemed to... It was either that or sending them to the wall. So I mean, the, the, the method of it was bad, but the okay. reason is anybody would have done that. Like, you can't let them go. They're not... Yeah, they, they, they didn't surrender. They refused to surrender. What do you do with people who refuse to surrender? So, back to this scene. This is... I feel like this is very unvarus-like, in that he is letting someone know his, not his specific plans, yeah. but his general plans. Like he's he doesn't do that, and yeah. he's telling the hand of the queen. I know he respects Tyrion and thinks that Tyrion sh- sh- needs to be the hand because he's because he's good and smart and thinks. Um, but he's coming right out, and I mean he's not saying it, saying it, but he's saying it. I don't get why he thinks that Danny's going to be a bad ruler. I just, I don't know. I seem to come out of nowhere. Because because the plot demands it. Like, it's going to go there. I mean, the route to it is what happens to the dragons, I think, is probably going to push her over the edge. But uh, Varys in the show is, I mean, we we never know. We don't know his full. I mean, he's different from Varys in the books, right? Varys books has a whole line of thought that he's following. But this is is tricky. So we get the whole... Um, I mean, Varys knows now. Tyrion tells him, and did he tell him, or did he figure out some way? I don't remember. But they both know about John, John Targaryen. Here, I'm just going to call him John Targaryen. Yeah. Um, I, I love the fart pack when he says, "Well, it's not a secret now with this many people yeah. knowing." <laughs> He's like, "How many people know? Eight? Eh, it's not a secret anymore. It's information." Mm-hmm. Uh, <laughs> we finally get somebody mention. Well, she's his aunt, mm-hmm. and uh, they're all like. Whatever, that's yeah. I don't give a shit about that. So I'm glad we got that out of the way. 
glad we got that out of the way. Um, this is big. Tyrion is conflicted. Doesn't know what to do here. Um, this is a major scene. This is a major yeah. scene. I thought so. Um, and I'm going to throw out a theory here that I just thought of today. And it's a Tyrion is a secret Targ theory, <laughs> which has not really been addressed in the show very much, but it's out there. And I think they may have some, I think, uh, may have some point talked about it or something like that. I don't know. But I think it's all a theory here that Bran told Tyrion at the fireplace two episodes ago that he was a Targaryen. Hmm. All right, go with me here. I don't know if I, I fully, don't know. You know, I don't, I I don't like know if I fully believe that would make this. it interesting. I would love for that to be the plot twist. So it Tyrion w- is now sitting here going because he would Tyrion would have the best claim, right? Because he would be a legitimate son of Ares of Ares. The, the, so he would be the oldest surviving son of Ares. So he would have the best claim, right? Yeah. No, but he would be Danny's brother because he, he would have been born before Rhaegar, well, right? Like he was born after Rhaegar. Was like he would, he would have been after Rhaegar. So it depends what what route you go with. I think it would still go through Rhaegar. But anyway, that's not he. Yeah, yeah, no. But oh well, does it go to Rhaegar's children or does it go to the brother? It goes to Rhaegar's children, I think. Rhaegar's children. If it's male, but he'd be ahead of Danny anyway. But okay. even no 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 but in Targaryen in the, the lineage if the if the if the son dies before taking the throne then it goes on to his brother isn't that how it works no probably the brother is in a better place to take over right like it's mm-hmm. pra- out of practicality he'll just take over the kids are kids so anyway I'm wondering if uh, Tyrion is sitting here and um, they're all talking about. You know, maybe John's more apt to take the throne, and and that I think that puts a different spin on Tyrion sitting there going, "Well, shit, nobody knows about me. Sh- could I make cut type of thing? I don't know, but um, it's all just total theory. But I think Bran told Tyrion something huh. there, and I think, um, I think it would be an. I don't know if I want it. I don't know. I haven't fully thought it out, but I think it'd be an interesting spin. Interesting uh, blindside magic trick where the show is making us think all about John, him revealing his secret and how obvious it is. While at the same time, all of a sudden Tyrion is and they're like, whoa, everybody would be blindsided, I think, because we've been so focused on John's secret. Yeah, but the thing is, how would they be able to prove it? Well, it's the same thing with John. Well, John at least has records in the Maester Citadel. Yeah, I don't that, know. Yeah. It's also Tyrion. Uh, if, if he was told that, he hid it very well. Like he didn't. He didn't seem to leak anything. Like any that wasn't on his face. I don't know how it would be. Like how they'd show I, it. But yeah, I think if you watch that scene with with that thought in mind, I think huh. I think you can see the stress on his face, um, which could be just what it is what we're seeing or it could be this little this not little but this secret that he has who knows i don't know but i think it's a uh, somebody brought it up and i kind of thought about that and i was like that'd be an interesting twist i don't know if i want it but it's just it's out there i thought about it so i'm gonna say it (laughs) um so then uh we get the dragons flying and bada bing bada boom regal takes a few arrows Oh, shit. I didn't see this coming. Well, neither did they, apparently, even though they were flying at how many 
how high an angle up in the sky. Oh, to subvert your expectations. That's the yeah. point of it. Holy shit, they took him out. Regal is yeah. done. But if it's that easy he to is. kill a dragon, it's like, why were they even worried about them? It was, it was, it was literally three shots to... And it's, it's the same... Uh, Time when when they killed the other dragon, like it's like why didn't they shoot at Danny's dragon first? It's like if you can, if you can shoot that accurately. I don't know. Maybe their angle yeah. was better for Regal. Who who knows? But they got Regal two to the chest, one to the neck. That guy's done. Yeah. Dead. Hey Danny, have you ever thought of something called scouts? <laughs> Jeez. Actually, actually, no. I can't tell if you love Daenerys or hate her. You, I feel like you're this episode. <laughs> oh, like, how could I heard? I mean, I didn't listen to the after episode thing, but didn't they say that or something like that? Or they said like she forgot they existed? Or did you listen to that call? Like, uh, oh no, I did. I didn't listen to that. Apparently, it says like she forgot about that fleet. Like, I, I, I didn't like. I didn't watch the after episode, so. No, I don't know. Yeah, yeah no, there's a quote that says, "Oh, she forgot." You know, and she was, you know, not thinking when she was on her way. But it's like, does she not have anyone else, you know, thinking about these things? <laughs> I just, this is why I gave the episode one and a half things. I'm, I'm lowering it as I speak. To <laughs> okay. one, down to one but, lemon cake. Well, <laughs> the, the, the ballista bolts tear apart the ships. So I'm like, holy shit. Yeah. Did they even now, did they tear apart to... all the ships or just the head ship? Because uh, I got the feeling they just tore apart there's, there's the ship that one, all of our all the, of our main characters. There's, there's a couple at least yeah. I got. Are there? There's a one shot where they're sort of off in the distance, but it looks like one is wrecked. No, I can't no, tell about like, the others. There's like eight or ten masts at least in the background. I don't know how many they had total. Because the crew that washes up on shore, that's not that's just one ship's worth of people. I mean, that's not even one ship's yeah. worth of people, but. Um, that wasn't an entire fleet of swimming soldiers well, I mean, that they, wash up on the shore. You have to think some of them survived. How the hell did they get over to King's Landing later, right? They must have had some ships left over. Yeah, I, 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 so... I don't think they destroyed the entire fleet, which some people no, say. I, I think they no. just got the head ship and maybe a couple others. Yeah. Um, and as we saw in this episode, when we think everybody's dead, really only half the fleet's gone. So... <laughs> yeah, that's right. Um, but uh, those... Those, I mean, they they rigged up those crossbows onto all the ships, which I thought was badass. And using, they're like screw cannonballs. Yeah. <laughs> Let's start using these. At, like, holy shit, those were awesome. Yeah, I think that was terrifying. Yeah, cannonballs. <laughs> Do they um, have cannonballs? No, I don't know. What's just saying? Like, even the cannonballs are not as effective as those ballista that could literally tear apart the entire ship. Like, yeah. Like, yeah. Uh, so somehow. Which doesn't make any real sense to me. Miss Sandy is the only one that gets captured. Yeah, she's the only important one that gets captured. Yeah, I guess they probably got someone <laughs> else who's got killed. Yeah, and they've seen Miss Sandy with Daenerys, so they would know she was somebody. They've seen her before, I guess. Yeah. Um, we get Cersei telling uh, we got Cersei telling Euron that the kid is his. <laughs> Uh, that, you know what? That's something I could see her doing in the books too. So yeah, she's you know, already done it with Robert. It yeah. yeah. So, do we still think this kid is real? I think I know a lot of people still think this pregnancy is fake. I think it's real yeah, at this I point. Think it's real. Yeah. I don't think she can lie now because all of a sudden she's not. If she's not showing pretty yeah. soon, your aunt's going to be like, "What the fuck?" I think a lot of people are just forgetting that people can teleport all over the realm yeah and they think yeah. it's months to travel and that she because should be showing but <laughs> sorry that came up too yeah. 
But no, we're forgetting show rules. No, people teleport, so she can still not be showing. Um, you know how you're evil, guys? Is when you literally say out loud to someone else, bring in as many innocent people as you can, and and I will use them as a shield. And if she comes and burns them all, they will all hate her for it. That's how you know you're evil. She's like, she's not even hiding it anymore. <laughs> was she ever? <laughs> oh, no, she was not. You... <laughs> well, she blew up the Great Sept. I mean, it, that that has meaning, you know? Yeah. It should, it should be resonating with whoever is still alive. I wish we had... I'm starting to wonder if maybe she slept with Euron all, all along planning to use the pregnancy against them. Absolutely. Yeah. That might, that might have been part of that, a reasoning. That, that, that makes more sense than her just randomly deciding to sleep with him. Oh, for yeah. his army. Yeah. But she to was actually pregnant already. She slept with him. I think that's why she she left and she's like, I never want to sleep with him. And she was like, oh, wait, I'm, I'm pretty early on still. Yeah. Um, yeah. You know what? Let me sleep with him. I'll tell him it's his. Well, and especially if he's away at the key moment or something. Like when it, he, could, oh, she, he could always be away at that time. She could send him somewhere like that. It, we would be able to tell exact moment of birth, too. So, yep. Um, I have Varys and Danny. Don't kill innocents. What's that note? Um, well, what the hell are you doing there? Like, you're going to kill innocents by starving them. It just seems like that all the way back to season six, too scared to attack the city. Well, then why even go there? Like, you either have a plan or don't. Like, go there. No, the thing is, you don't, you, uh, yeah, if you're, if you're, yeah, I don't want to get into it. You're going to kill a lot less people. And they're all going to turn on Cersei if you starve. Yeah. So why do those people even go there? They, they, they heard that they were coming south, so then they ran into the city. Like the extra people. They assume that their armies are going to destroy all the lands surrounding mm. King's Landing to so they'll be safe behind walls. Yeah, I don't think the common folk have much uh, knowledge on siege warfare. They have scouts, though. <laughs> why do I have Varys and Tyrion again? Do they have a second? Yeah, chat the first chat was not a. It's the second chat that's the one that goes into what we talked about. The first one is... Oh, uh, sorry. Oh, I got it all mixed up here. Sorry about that. Um, so, yeah, this is the big scene. Yeah. My apologies. And um, we finally get conversation about marriage. Well, just marry them. Yeah. And all will be good. And finally... And Varys is like, oh, but John will be too weak. I'm like, really? This is your nit- nitpick? Yeah, well, if John is too weak, then why is he your king? Like, he's your yeah. pick for king. He should at least be able to, to rule effectively in a marriage. If you can't do that... No, no, no. No, 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 no. There's a difference between being like domineering and being um, just because John isn't going to um, yell at somebody in a relationship and be like, "Hey, I'm the power in this relationship." Doesn't mean he's not going to be a good king. You don't need to be. Uh, no, I was saying he should be able to at least hold his own. If they're too scared that he can't hold his own, then yeah, he, what's the point? They think that he's just going to be a, a yes man to Danny, and I don't think that. I don't think anyone thinks that, except for apparently Varys. Well, I mean, they've been showing us this, this episode and pre and and the past couple episodes that he is being a yes man for Daenerys. I think they set that up oh. pretty well, especially earlier in this episode. I think there were two or maybe three scenes where he does he does just that. He's like, "Hey, let's do these things," and she goes, she puts down her foot, and she goes, "Nope, this is how it's going to be," and he's like, "Okay, you got it, yes, Queen." Um, that was just because he wanted to prove to her that the North was following her and not, you know, backing out. Yeah. Let's so, anyway, so th- I, I saw legit reasons for the way John was acting. Yeah. Okay. Why don't we just get to the last scene of the episode since we're there? Like, I mean, the whole concentration at King's Landing. T- to me, it seemed like they barely had any forces there at all. 
Like the for Danny, right? She has like two columns. Yeah, it seems Most like if Cersei wanted to be a real beach, they could have just taken her out right there. They, could, yeah. they literally could have just bolted. Uh, they should have shot their bolts. They're very effective against dragons. Killed Drogon who's on the ground. And then... I mean, they, Danny's, Danny's army isn't even there. They're still beauty. marching down the King's Road. They could have just gone and been like, yeah, let's just take her army now. Why, why are we parlaying? I mean, it, to, to, to be a devil's advocate here, when you've got a dragon just sitting there, yes, you have those giant crossbolts, but... <laughs> If you miss, that dragon's right there, and he's taking you the fuck out. Like miss, that's, ter- you're that's miss terrifying. With, uh, Euron frat boy, like he, he'll be able to shoot him down easy. Was Euron even there? Mm, yeah, the I don't think he was. Yeah, he was. He was standing behind Cersei. He was there. Was he? Yeah, you got him. You got, they had like a ton of ballistae like, all along the edge of the. But like, if Cersei ever wanted a chance to beat yeah, her, this, this is your chance. Like, chance. if you're gonna fight them anyway, this is your chance. Like, it, it, it's just embarrassing. Like, I'm looking at the screenshot right now. And, and it's like barely anything. You can count out how many troops well, Danny has. What's her What's she her other plan? Troops. To withstand the siege somehow? Like just wait her out? Just, you can't wait her out if you're the one inside the castle. <laughs> like hmm. I, I didn't. Uh, yeah, no, it didn't make much sense. I I thought I was like, why didn't she just take him out? Sorry, I'm just a Debbie Downer. No, I mean, you, 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 you love the me. whole episode and still have a problem here. I've seen plenty of people have a problem with this scene. It, it was just. The shot of it was weak. They could have filmed it in a better way to avoid this issue, and they didn't do it. It, it just looks dumb. Looking at the screenshot right now, it's just you, you just fire that bolt, and it takes out Danny, and the fire of the other bolt takes. It, it's just it, you didn't have to shoot it this way to, to <coughs> this result. You could have uh, made it more vague. You could have had a dark again. <laughs> oh man! Could um, have had Danny surrounded by troops, ready to storm the castle if they tried anything. <laughs> How'd you guys feel about Tyrion's? Uh, conversation with Cersei here. We can skip over Quiber and he's pointless. Yeah. <laughs> um, how'd you feel about this? You're not a monster. My, my, my reaction was, if this was book Cersei, she would have just fired the crossbow. <laughs> she was just taking him out? Yep. Book Cersei. <laughs> but... Yeah. Was there any part of you guys that thought that Tyrion was going to work out some sort of deal? Like he had made up his mind that Daenerys was not the right one and he had some sort of other plan in his mind? I thought he might have been doing something. But no, not the case. Um, so he appealed. Yeah, how'd you feel about Missandei's death? I liked it. Oh, you sicko! <laughs> well, I, I was betting that Grey Worm was going to die. They've thrown so many death plagues. I'm almost like, and then they throw this curveball. It's like, psych! It's Missandei that dies. I'm like, all right, okay. Good to see they're still killing named characters off. Yeah, but why? Yeah, she's just, I guess she's just a translator. Like, you just kind of just if you're gonna if you're gonna just kill her like that, then you might as well just kill Tyrion and kill the rest of them. If you're gonna if, if norms don't matter to you, then why not just kill everyone there? It just doesn't make any sense to me. It just makes Cersei seem a little bit more evil. Well, I think the showrunners are trying to get us to really feel like uh, when when and if Daenerys becomes the Mad Queen that um, she has, we've had the build up to it. Yeah, loss of the dragon and death of Missandei, right? Those are two factors that yeah. will... Yeah, will she up. lost Jorah. Yeah. She, then she lost a dragon. I mean, she lost her other dragon. And she loses Jorah. <coughs> then she lost loses her other her dragon. Calisar she loses and... Missandei. She loses the Dothraki. She loses the Unsullied. Like, all she has left is Grey Worm. Yeah. Grey Worm is dead, too. He's, he's, you think so? He's on borrowed oh. time. Grey Worm I don't know. Time. He, he's the one who kills Cersei. <laughs> <laughs> 
So, um, yeah. Uh, but Miss Sandy was badass. Props to um, props to Miss Sandy from the first day we met her. She was badass, and she stayed true to the very end, being ending with Dracaris, just burn these bitches. She was awesome. I liked her character very much. I was sad to see her go. Yeah. It was sad. But yeah. Um, oh, and also, I uh, we already talked about Jamie leaving. We don't need to broach that again. Never mind. If they, if they uh, the plan is so, what is their plan, Kyle? You're saying that their plan is to uh, to starve them out, right? But the, now they can't go in the water anymore, so they can just ship in food. No, the, well, their plan was to starve them out yeah. until. So what do they do now? Like, are they supposed to leave or or attack the city? It's like one or the other, right? I don't know. I don't know what Daenerys is going to do. I mean, I, I I believe they're building it up for her to burn burn the shit, burn everybody. I, I don't see a dragons as a threat anymore. I just shoot a couple bolts at it and it's dead. Like it, oh, you gotta have you gotta have good aim. You gotta make sure those things got, are still there. But aim. if somebody goes and takes them <laughs> out, this isn't like this isn't. You're just sitting in front of somebody yeah. with a. You're not sitting in front of Superman with a kryptonite. Like it still takes a good archer. It still takes planning, and it still takes. Yeah. It just seems that uh, when Maraxis te- died work. in in the in the books background, it was like the luckiest shot ever to the eye, and it's the only time that it worked. Like, and it was to the eye. Like anywhere else, it would have just probably bounced off. But it just seems so easy to kill the one dragon that, to, to me, it weakens the dragons. Like it's, it's just Drogon is only slightly more powerful than than Rhaegar, Yeah. So they definitely don't feel as powerful as they sound in the books. But uh, I think they're also younger, which is which which is um, fair enough, right? They're not as big as the, the yeah. other dragons were. But then that's another point for maybe, well, maybe we don't rush down super fast to King's Landing. We wait a year or something, let them grow bigger. Well, here's uh, the thing is they haven't been lying on a pile of gold and treasure for many hundreds of years. So they haven't built up that protection on their belly. Oh, wait, sorry. I'm sorry. That's a totally <laughs> different story. Well, <Whoa>, jeez, <laughs> Getting my fantasy worlds mixed up yeah. here. Um, I don't know. I, I think it's fruitless to go into television battle plans. Yeah, I, think I think the so. writers are going to write up a plan that yeah. that is that is try to be as visually appealing and and you know they, they're not going to be able to break down Why they're not they're not going into this kyle why are you doing this to me what <laughs> no i'm sick of it like after last week I, if i had heard one more person <laughs> who had the only time they had ever seen battle was when they beat uncle joe at risk that one time at the lake at the cabin <laughs> tell me how to prepare an army to fight a goddamn undead that's army like of evil ice zombies my bitching what am like, i going to talk about that I'm, I'm sick of hearing it i'm not yelling at you guys though, of course i'm just shooting this out into the world but yeah i mean it's a goddamn tv show who i don't care if their tactics weren't super sound i don't know is oh. the battle cool battle, like battle the, what's the end result better, i mean yeah that's true for many of the battles the you could you could nitpick the battle tactics, but Battle of the Bastards of Hardhome were can. far more entertaining. Hardhome I found far more entertaining than, than last Why time. did Davos ever run it? Why did he take the last of the troops and run in there? If they had waited, they wouldn't have been able to get encircled because then Davos would have been there trying to fight from the other side. There's there's something in every damn battle. I'm sure you could look at all the history books and see a flaw or multiple flaws in every battle plan that Alexander the Great or Genghis Khan ever did. Like... Uh, it's a damn TV show. I don't care if you put your troops over yeah, to the right or that's my low score for this episode is I was not entertained. So <laughs> are you not, not entertained? Not. <laughs> <laughs> well, if you're not entertained, then the show's 
not doing its job because you should be entertained when you watch television. It's entertainment. Yeah, I mean, like I had a great time watching last week's episode, and it was stupid as hell too. So <laughs> I think this this episode, I was just like mad about things. Yeah, and and rightfully so. I mean, it's uh, lots of lots of shit. Us book readers are like, what the fuck is going on? <laughs> oh man. I still get yelled at because I say the names like how I pronounce them when I read the book, and people still, I say, uh, I say Varys or I say Varys. People are like, it's not Varys. <laughs> say it right. <laughs> um, but anywho, anything else you guys want to touch upon on this episode? Nope. All right. No, I can't think of anything. I think, yeah, I think I've maxed out my bitching for the season with this one. Jeez. People, people love your bitching, Ashley. Don't you? Don't you think? <laughs> Whenever I read our comments on the episodes, it's people complaining about me complaining too much, and that's why I stopped reading our comments. You're, you're the voice of the people, Ashley. <laughs> yeah, you're gonna get burned, Ashley. I'm the voice Ashley. of the Saints <laughs> I, I know I, I, I gotta speak up for my Saints and fellows. So that's what I do. Here we go. Awesome. Um, all right. Well, everybody, thank you so much for listening to this review of The Last of the Starks was the name of the episode. Season 8, episode 4. There's two more episodes left in the show. We're going to be back here next week talking about the next one. It's supposed to be a big one, so uh, here's to that. Hopefully it's a good one. Uh, we'll see you next time, everybody. See you next time. Bye.